Welcome to Medicine Words. This is Tom and I'm joined today by Anita Destino of The Journey Within. Her practice is for aura cleaning and chakra balancing and I'd like to welcome you to Medicine Words today, Anita. Thank you for having me. I'm grateful to be here. Can you tell me a little bit about your practice and how you go about healing? Yes. So when I was little, I knew I had something. I just didn't know what I had. And so, I mean, I was able to communicate with my angels, communicate with guides. I would see spirits. And then so I kind of thought I was like a freaky kid because no one else could see whatever I can see, you know, growing up. And so eventually in my 20s, I started looking around for teachers and asked for um, different people. It's like, can you, you know, I had my palm read, my astrology chart read. I had, you know, tarot cards read. I just had everything read. And I would always ask them, can you teach me this? And no one could ever teach me. So I eventually started finding different teachers who would teach me. So I've had several teachers. And then I really just tapped into um, the healing world. And so now with my practice, it's like I tap into either archangels or healing guides, kind of depends on who I am working with, depends on what healing spirit comes in to help me do the healing work. So if I understand correctly, the type of healing you're doing brings in the appropriate archangel or spirit that's going to help you. Correct. So I work with some people who just have like energy blocks, but then I also work with people who have had cancer. So it's like, it's all extreme, anything kind of any injury, or if it's just something that's, you know, common as headaches, they're constantly getting headaches, or they sprain their ankle, or they have a surgery for their ACL. So different healing energy is going to happen for different people, depending on what they're looking for. What's the most unusual thing that you've worked on? Probably the cancer. Cancer that has a different vibration, it has a whole different realm around the cancer cells that we work with. How would you describe that vibration compared to other problems that you are working on? Yeah, cancer seems to have a very heavy and a thick and it's sometimes it can be a prickly feeling. So it's just, um, again, different cancers, different people, different, I don't want to say issues, maybe I would say issues that they would have. So it's a different feeling for each person and different kinds of you know, whatever I'm working, if it's breast cancer or if it's um, uterine cancer or different vibrations. Do you have a story about something that you've done? I think probably the two that really stand out are the ladies that I worked with with breast cancer. One of them was, you know, very nervous about all of this. And so we started the day she got the message or the day she got the news from the doctor we started the next day, we started working on everything. And so by the time we started doing the energy work on stuff, when she went back to the doctor, they really couldn't find anything, but they still did some work on her, you know, they did some of the stuff. And then, so I felt, we felt good about that. Another one is a gal who I worked with. She's a younger gal. She had breast cancer and We kind of just really set the intention that all the procedures and all the medicine and everything was going to be beneficial versus bad for her body. And then we also worked on her ovaries and eggs and female parts. So then that way, eventually they can have children. And so I got an email, you know, sometime last year that she was pregnant and that they were due with their first baby. So yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Congratulations. So does each type of malady have its own vibration? And can you tell by the vibration what's wrong with someone? 
Yes. So what I really love is I love the human body. So our human body holds on to so much energy and such different things, right? It's like every emotion has a vibration. Every thought has a vibration. So depending on who I am working with, again, depends on the vibration, but it's easier to release when I can realize what is your vibration and what is somebody else's vibration? Because a lot of us are an empath. A lot of us just collect a lot of people's energy. That energy blocks us. And then we start feeling heavy, start feeling stagnant. Issues start to happen because we're holding on to other people's energy. And then when I look at somebody's spirit and when I look at their body, then I can tell what is theirs and what is not theirs. And by us moving what is not theirs off, often out of their body, it gives them the freedom to start to flow with their energy. Okay. And what happens to that energy that you, that you remove from someone? Oh, great. I love that question because the universe and the earth actually want us to release our negative energy because we actually recycle, if you want to call it recycling our energy. So I give the energy to most of it to the earth. The earth is going to take that energy. It's going to neutralize it and heal the planet at the same time. So the earth actually really wants us to release our energy because it's thriving off of our energy. And even though it's negative energy and heavy energy, like I said, it's going to take it and neutralize and heal the planet as it's neutralizing the energy. Wow, that's amazing. I don't believe I've ever heard of that. And so do you actually see it go out of the person and into the earth? Yes. Luckily, I am one of the people who I see things, feel things, know things. I can sense them. So I literally, yes, I can see the energy moving off. So sometimes I see a color. Sometimes I see like a whole chunk of something. Sometimes I just see symbols, you know, leaving their space. Okay. And is that how you can tell that you've finished the process? Yes. Because when I'm done, it's then I can feel the clean vibration. So it's like when I'm working with somebody, it's like, okay, sometimes I just keep working with them, working with them, working with them. And then it's like, oh, just like that you know, something just popped and it's like, okay, now I can feel, I can feel your energy. And then now I know it's cleared. Wow. That's amazing. So we talked a little bit about some physical ailments. What are some of the non-physical ailments that you've treated or cured at some point? Yes. So a lot of common questions that we get or common healing work is um, the work vibration, romance, love, money, those also come with, sometimes we have an energy belief or a, some kind of a belief, maybe from our parents or, you know, from old relationships, you know, you're not good enough or, you know, like a common money one. It's like, you have to work hard for your money. So it's like, if you have that belief, you know, I'm always in debt. I have to work paycheck to paycheck. It's releasing that belief and releasing that energy that's attached to that belief. So that way it's like, why not work 20 hours a week, making a hundred thousand dollars a year? Okay. So people come to you for all kinds of personal problems as well. Yes. No limit. Anything that somebody has an issue going on or, you know, whether it's physical, mental, emotional. Now you have medium skills as well. So what type of spirit activity goes on around a person when they're going through your process? When I'm working with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, sometimes I always say, oh, is my grandmother here? Well, Sometimes if we don't, we, you know, we can put the request out for somebody to come in to communicate, but you have to understand is some of the spirits are like off into their healing world too. So it's like, we can't just beckon on every single person that we want to talk to. 
sometimes I'll even just be working with somebody and they don't realize and then it's like oh well I feel like your grandmother's here or I feel like an aunt or I feel you know like a you know a sibling you know so like I can communicate that way too so it just kind of depends on again each person and who they're requesting but sometimes if I'm scheduling an appointment and I know so-and-so wants to talk to so-and-so then after we schedule the appointment, I kind of put out to my guides and angels, hey, can you let so-and-so, we're going to meet Earth time on this day. So that way we can communicate if we need to communicate. But a lot of the mediumship that I do is more of my guides and angels are talking to your guides and angels, and then they're going to communicate, or I just communicate directly to your guides and angels, and they just tell me, it's like, nope, this is what's going to da da So you do medium type readings as well? Yes. So my personal appointments, I kind of combine them both together. So I have the mediumship, intuitive reading, and the energetic healing, because that's what I love about what's different about my stuff is that I help move this stuff out because some psychics will just tell you this and this and this and this, or an intuitive will say da 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 da, but they don't tell you how to move that energy out. So what I love is that, okay, I see there's a block in your third chakra from stopping you from creating. So let me help move this out. So I do the healing work along with the energy work. So you do a lot of work with auras and chakras, clearing them out. Is that the main approach to your method? Um, Yes and no. Some people will just come in and they'll want an aura clearing and chakra balancing. And then it's like I get going and it's like, nope, your guides and angels, we're going to stick to your heart chakra. (laughs) We're going to stick to this. Or it's vice versa. Or it's like they come in and they have like a knee injury. But then it's like, uh, okay, I know your knee is bothering you, but we're going to focus on your heart chakra. And so we work with that. So again, each person is different. Each healing is different. But, you know, we do offer nights where we do nothing but aura clearing and chakra balancing. Okay. And typically, if a person comes in and has a specific thing that they want you to address, how long does the process take? (laughs) That's the magic question. Because sometimes it's like that can take years. Sometimes it can just take minutes. So again, it kind of just depends on how deep is that belief. Um, Like here's an example. Here, let me use me as an example. I uh, used to have, I used to love the water when I was a kid. Then some boys dunked me in the pool and then I became deathly afraid of the water. So I have been working on my water issues because I wanted to become a scuba diver. And so how can you be a scuba diver when you're deathly afraid of water, right? So since 2010, I have been working on my fear of water. So now I say I have water issues because it's been, you know, for 11 years, I've been working on this issue, you know, so now I can get into the ocean and I'm not as freaked out as I was 10 years ago. Will I be done with it soon? I sure hope so, but it kind of just depends on how deep is that belief. If a person comes to you and they're having great anxiety, similar to your water issues, but it's more of an emotional or an interpersonal activity with someone, how long would it take for them to start feeling a difference? Usually in the first session that we have together, we can always shift everything. So it can shift like immediately. And then it's like, okay, how much deeper and how much faster can we go? A lot of the anxiety that I deal with, that's a common thing um, nowadays, I think especially with the higher vibration as the world is changing. But it's usually after that first session, within minutes after you telling me that, it's like, okay, 
let's just focus and get this and then get you grounded, get you centered, and then we can start eliminating. You know, I like to say that we're, we're onion, right? So we're just going to peel those layers off so that way we can get to that core issue of what's causing that anxiety. How is your method different from what you've seen other healers do? What I love about my technique or how I teach it is I teach all of our healers to really take the time to separate in between healings. We're going to really focus on the person we're working with, do the energy healing by moving it, clearing the blocks, creating protection around the person, whatever the healing portion is. And when the healing is done, I really allow the person, my healers, to take the time to separate and reset their space so that way they're clear for the next person who comes in to work with them. Okay, so you have a number of students on any given time period. If someone wanted to learn how to do what you do, how do they get started? Yes, um, so we offer several different classes. You just have to take one of our level one classes, which gives you a basic meditation, right? Just to um, how you want to start each of your, each of our classes start with the basic meditation, really get grounded, get centered, put protection around you. And then we have five weeks that we introduce you to how do you do an energy healing? And then we have another class of five weeks of how do you do an intuitive reading? So in the intuitive reading portion of it, I teach you how to see auras, look at past lives and, you know, and just start to trust yourself. So it's just more of like taking time for yourself to schedule some kind of classes, whether it's with us or with anybody, right? They always say when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So the right teacher will appear for the right people. So would you say that anyone could do this? Yes. Yes. I worked with a lot of people so far, right? So it's like, I have some people who just question themselves. I don't know if I'm doing this right. I'm like, yes, you are. You're doing perfect. Cause it's like, I can see the energy work. I know what they're doing and I know it's working. And I've had like physicists. So I've had like the overthinkers and the really brainy people who then are like analytical thing. I'm like, stop thinking, <laughs> right? I have to get their brain to switch over to like a spiritual side. And are there some of your students that are just natural healers? Maybe they've been healing and didn't even realize it. Does that happen? Yes. Yes. And then it's like teaching them how to protect their space. So a lot of times when people are just natural at this, we're, you know, it's, you know, I kind of don't like the word, the sensitive, like people are sensitive right now, but that is a good word because people pick up, right? It's like, you can pick up the energy, you know, something's wrong, but then you also get bombarded. So with the natural people coming in, teaching them how to set healthy boundaries, that's what's key to them. And I see like the light bulbs going off, ding, right? That, oh, you mean I don't have to be exhausted? I don't have to be tired? I don't have to be, you know, the out of control healer? The fact that anybody can do it and that it can be taught is a good message for all of us because everybody has something in them that they can offer other people. Yes. And what we do, what I do is I really allow you to develop your intuition, right? Because my intuition is different than your intuition. But what we teach is how do you see? How do you read? How do you feel? How do you do it? And then we help you develop it, but protect yourself at the same time. Okay. So some people might be clairvoyant and seeing it, yes. but other people may be clairaudient and hearing it. Correct. Wow. Okay. What type of things do they hear? 
let me explain what I hear. So whenever I'm doing something, sometimes I just hear it's my voice, but it's really not my voice, right? It's that little voice in your head and it's telling me it's like go to their third chakra. So I hear words or I hear directions or even like if I'm driving my car, I'll hear change lanes, change lanes. And so it's like, okay, so I change my lane you know, go a different route, go a different route, go a different route. So it's like sometimes I hear my words in my head, but it's coming from somebody, right? One of my guides and angels is telling me to do that. And so it kind of just depends on what the message is. You know, sometimes I'll hear a ringing, I hear um, certain tones, but now I kind of know what those tones mean, where before I'm just like, what in the world is going on, right? It's like I hear something, but I don't know what it is. Okay, so you've established some signals, perhaps, that tell you certain things. Yes. Okay, I think I know the answer to this question already, but I'm going to throw it out anyway. Do you work on animals? I do, and I love working on animals. So I do the same thing. So pets, animals, any living creature has an aura and has chakras. So I love it because pets are natural healers. So they're just going to automatically absorb the human's negative energy. You know, you come home, you have a bad day, you have a headache, your pet is just going to be right there all giving you love and love and loving. And what they're doing is they're pulling that energy out and then they're holding on to it. So when I work with pets, I have to remind them, pull the energy out, but let it go. Right. So I have to remind the pets. So that way, because we don't want the pets to come up with the illness either. And how I communicate with the animals is they don't really communicate with words. So let me use an example of like dogs. When you're training a dog, so you tell them to sit and you tell them sit. They're not hearing the word sit. What they're doing is they see the image in your head of them sitting. So then they match that image and then they sit. If you want them to lay down, you picture them laying down because you don't really realize you're doing that, right? You're telling them lay down, lay down. But in your head, you're picturing them laying down and then, then, then they lay down. So the animal will communicate to me with some kind of an image. And then that's how I communicate it to you. So you've got a whole side career waiting for you as a pet trainer. <laughs> Never thought of it that way, but yeah, I could probably go that route. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Okay. Well, let me open it up. Let you mention anything that I may have failed to ask or anything else that you would like to include. Uh, well, there's so much. I mean, I'm so grateful that you asked me to talk with you because I think the key about all of this is that anybody can do this. It's just learning how to do it and how to develop it. And one I love about my, my space, Journey Within, is we support different people. One person might be clairvoyant. One person might be just an empath and they're just pulling everyone's energy you know, so it's like being able to help each individual develop their intuition is what I love about this work. And so we offer classes and now we're offering them over Zoom, but we have in-person and in classes. If you'd like to give everyone your contact information, that would be terrific. Oh, I would love to. Uh, so it's my website is anitadestino.com and that's A-N-I-T-A. D-E-S-T-I-N-O.com. And in that website is where I have Journey Within. And we're located in Lakewood, on the border of Lakewood and Denver, Colorado. Uh, our phone number is 720-413-7303. And if you would like to send us an email, you can email me at angels at journeywithindenver.com. That's a great email address. I love that. 
Anita, I'd like to thank you for taking some time today and explaining everything as so clearly and wonderfully as you did. And I hope that a lot of people come find you and make the best use of this magical healing power that you have. Yes, thank you. And thank you again. I'm grateful that you thought of me and be able to communicate this. And I would love to come back if, if you have other questions about any of this. That sounds terrific. We might just have you back because I have a feeling that we're going to get some really good questions. Great. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. This is Tom with a quick postscript on that interview. The day that we recorded that, I had felt very ill for the entire morning and for the afternoon leading up to the time of the interview. And at some point during the interview, I completely forgot about how bad I felt and started feeling great and continued to feel great for the rest of the day. So just being around the wonderful Anita Destino did wonders for me and how well I felt after feeling so terrible earlier in the morning. Thank you for listening to Medicine Words. My name is Tom, and I hope you've enjoyed the content of today's podcast. You can visit our website at medicinewords.net to find previous podcasts and to stay up to date on our latest material. You can also submit questions on our website, which we may use in future podcasts. Also, if you like, you can subscribe, and we'll be sure to send you a reminder each month with a link to our latest podcast. Thanks again for listening. Please join us again on Medicine Words.